Live, local, and loud. Who are these knuckleheads? Passion. We have no clear star. We can lose anybody and still be as good. Energy. You are obsessed with his mother. I'm a little uncomfortable with how obsessed with his mother you are. And a whole lot of laughs. Oh, crap, all of you. It's live, local, and loud. We have a show on a Marconi award-winning station. This is like playing for the Yankees. Here's Nick Grenowitz and Jerry Daniels. Hey, 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 no Nick tonight. We're only on an hour tonight, so Nick decided to go do things that were more important in his life. So you got me and Sam. I haven't picked out a nickname for Sam tonight. He did not like the Kirk. He did not like the Kirky. Maybe Sammy? Maybe I go with Sammy tonight. Sam knows I like the nicknames, and it aggravates the heck out of him. But I will say um, your school there, Northwestern, all of a sudden has a football team. You didn't know you were going to be going to a football school, did you there, Sam Albuquerque? I, I did not. I anticipated a <laughs> romping in the Big Ten. Um, fortunately for me, I feel like I'm a good I'm a good luck charm because my first year at UCF, we went to the uh, Fiesta Bowl and won it. Wow. Uh, first year at Northwestern, we were ranked, I think, top 14, win the Citrus Bowl. Have a ch- and go to the Big Ten championship game. I, I feel pretty good. I, I I would say you know that's when I think my- of a small little shiny charm, I visualize a Sam Albuquerque. For those who don't know, Sam Albuquerque is not small or shiny. <laughs> no, my forehead is shiny now that I'm losing my hair. <laughs> yeah, see that you brought that up. I didn't bring up that, yeah, but you I- know what I'm going to bring up. Even though it's eight o'clock, we're going to bring up the Yingling six bag. A six-pack of the can't-miss stories from today. Today, the Yingling six-pack on live, local, and loud. One. I wish I wish this wasn't trending. Knee injury tonight. Knee injury tonight for a guard that the Magic and I think fans a whole are pitting their future on. Markel Fultz is down. We don't have all of the details at this point, but he suffered a knee injury against the Cavs. Yeah, I know. We just played the Cavs. You're like, what? The Cavs? Didn't we just play the Cavs the other night? Yeah, yeah. We're playing the Cavs again. Uh, We beat them 103-83 in Orlando, and we're playing them again in Orlando. This is that whole uh, revised schedule now where they're doing, like, the baseball schedule where you kind of match up a few times um, against some of these uh, teams, this being the Cavs. Right now the Magic are winning 49-43. Uh, they beat the Cavs, who are playing well, by the way, on January 4th, 83-103. Um, and then the Thunder gave us our second loss, just on the second, for those paying attention. Uh, the Thunder beating the Magic 108-99. I'm depressed over this. A lot on my plate right now, but I'm telling you, I did not see this loss, uh, this second loss here uh uh, and, and I just, I, I don't want to lose. The Magic don't want to lose. We had a little running there. We had a 4-0 at one point. Yeah, yeah, it's tough, especially with, with Markel going down. You see the two guys, they really invested money in as as cornerstone pieces of this uh, of this franchise, not going to play for a little bit. We don't know what's up with Markel and his injury, but we know Jonathan's going to be out for a while. You paid both of these guys before the season started, and it's not promising that both of them are hurt, especially with their injury histories. Granted, Markel's is a knee and not that shoulder that's bothered him for you know the early portion of his career, but it's it's not great. It's not a great look, and, and it's upsetting after the good start like you're mentioning there Jer. two it is official trevor lawrence you know whether or not he figured out a way to snag one of those heisman trophies is going to enter the nfl draft now there was a lot of play even as late as three weeks ago that you know he didn't want to play for the jets he didn't want to play for the jags i got a kick out of the fact that 
I guess we're not in Jacksonville tonight, so I can say this. I thought it was interesting that a man did not want to play for the Jets and then said, oh, the Jets aren't that bad. I'll take the Jets. I'll take the Jets. That's honestly, that was my reaction <laughs> when when people were like, yeah, he, he doesn't want to play for the Jets, so he should try to try to force himself out. And like Jacksonville was a, a much better alternative. I'm not going to sit here and say that Jacksonville is a worse franchise than the Jets because the Jets are just probably the worst franchise in football. Maybe, honestly, it's probably them. I can't even make an argument for Washington because they made the playoffs this year, even though it was 7-9. But if you look at the roster, I think they're they're more set up to not be terrible with Trevor Lawrence. The offensive line, I think, is a little bit better than the Jets' offensive line. I think the receiving core, and we saw some stuff out of James Robinson, the, the running back, the undrafted running back. So it's not like Trevor's going to walk in here and not have anybody to throw the ball to, has have no protection. I think he's going to have some sort of success as a rookie. Um, I just I, I think the Jets might be better for him long term because Joe Douglas, I trust they're going to get I, I don't trust Shad Khan at all as the owner to pick a good coach and GM and you get the exposure of New York. So I, I think it, it's it's, you know, the, the the better of two evils. I probably would have gone with the Jets if I had to pick between the two. Three. All right. It is official. Just trying to keep us on clock there, Sam. It was a great take. Just a little long there. Devonta Smith is official. He is the man, the myth, and the legend. He is the Heisman Trophy winner for this year. What started off a running back, basically was a running back trophy, kind of looks like a running back trophy if you look at it, to be all honest, turned into a quarterback trophy over the past two decades. Now we got a wide receiver. Um, I'm happy for this. I'm always happy when a quarterback doesn't get it. To be honest, the run of quarterbacks who've won the Heisman Trophy and, and then went on to play in the NFL is not that great. A lot of people like to talk about the Madden curse. If there's a curse, the curse might be the Heisman quarterback winner curse. That's not the case with running backs and wide receivers, though. The only one that I can think of in my lifetime, would I would say, would be Bo Jackson. Of course, Bo Jackson might be the greatest athlete I've ever seen. But um, obviously that hip injury took him out. And, of course, playing two sports probably didn't do him any favors. Um, the weird thing about Devonta Smith, and by the way, he went into this pretty much winning it. About, for about three weeks now, we knew he was the heir apparent. Any rumors that Mac Jones or Kyle Trask or Trevor Lawrence had a chance on it really weren't going to happen. But how good are you as a Heisman Trophy winner on a team when you're surrounded by the best players in all of college football in what many people consider a professional team in the college ranks and that team being Alabama. So is he really the best? I look forward to this guy playing on the next level, but I asked Sam, was he the best? He might not have been the best receiver on his team. Jalen Waddle could now Jalen was yeah, injured. He was hurt. He was hurt, granted. But Jalen Waddle could end up being a better NFL receiver than Devontae Smith. I, I will say this. Devontae doesn't have the measurables. He doesn't have the, the the 40 speed. But he made the biggest play of any other Alabama receiver when they had Jerry Judy. They had, I think, uh, um, who's the other? Henry Ruggs. And also, obviously, Jalen Waddle. He was the one that caught that ball from Tuatanga Valoa that won them the national championship. So I will say he, he has a a propensity to score points and make big plays. So I, 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 in college, that might be something that, that separates him from the other receivers that have been on this Alabama roster. Four. 
All right, so this one's interesting. As the Tampa Bay Bucks head into Washington, I still love that they're they, they're going to play at home in Washington, which is a seven to nine team. But I digress. People like my father, who were New England Patriots fans, the question is now. Are they officially rooting for the Bucs? Now, obviously, during the regular season, it's a little bit weird because your team's still in it. But now with the Patriots out, I know this is hard as a Ravens fan, but now with the Patriots out, officially, do Patriots Nation now root, like my father, for Tom Brady? It, it depends on how they viewed the exit. Did they they, they feel like Tom Brady is, is was leaving the Patriots or was it Bill Belichick kicking him out? And I think if, if, if they feel like Bill Belichick was kicking out Tom Brady, then I think I think it's okay for most Patriots fans to root for Tom Brady. But if they feel like this was Tom Brady's fault, he's the In one. In a similar situation, are you rooting for some unknown great quarterback that currently plays for the Ravens? In this exact situation, if I'm, if I'm say, like the, a Ravens fan, Joe Flacco leaves and goes to Denver and has a lot of success. Okay, I wasn't and we're talking out, about we're Joe out of Flacco, the playoffs. But... Yes, I would, I would root for Joe Flacco. <laughs> But if it's 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 if if I was I wasn't talking about Joe Flacco, but all right, that's fine. That was the only one I could go with. Five. <laughs> you don't want anybody else to leave. All right, so we're gonna move. We're gonna stay with the Patriots. How's this for a weird one? I don't know. Double Patriot stories tonight, according to sources close to Cam Newton. Unlike last year, Cam's not gonna wait to sign. Ah, come on, man, really. You're not going to wait to sign because no one's going to sign you and you don't want to take a chance if you go. What he's doing is he's sending out a message to his agent, apparently. Hey, get me a deal now because I'm worried if in August comes around, I'm not going to get one. I got news for you, Cam. At this point, no one wants you. Now, I hear there's a new league with Johnny Manziel, by the way, another Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, quarterback that didn't do so hot in the NFL. Um, I hear there's an opportunity uh, in that seven-on-seven league. Maybe that's where Cam goes. You know, I don't blame Cam for this. Maybe it was COVID. Maybe it's the fact that he was used up like toilet paper that we couldn't get during COVID down there in Carolina. What's the over-under, Sam, that Cam Newton gets a contract prior to August? If August, I, th- I think if he's if he's willing to do something similar to as far as contract wise that he did this year, um, and accepts the backup role with that similar contract, I think he can get signed pretty early on. I I would use the, I would love to have Cam Newton as the Baltimore Raven backup quarterback if that's what he was. Do you have him backup Trevor Lawrence? No, no, I, I, I don't. I don't like putting rookies in that situation. Lamar Jackson is is an MVP in his own right, so it's not like he's well, you going need a backup, play. you need a veteran, right? Yeah, but I, I think I mean, I, look at what's going on down in Miami. Um, uh, Nikki Football calls Fitzmagic to a security blanket, or I mean, security beard. But but that that works with guys like Fitzpatrick who have been journeyman quarterback their entire careers. Not Cam Newton who has been an MVP quarterback and up until this season thought he was still that dude. So I, I don't I, know what Belichick's going to do though. They're picking fifteenth. There's not a lot of quarterbacks that are going to be falling to fifteenth. There are some, but I mean I they understand they made an entire career out of a guy in the sixth round, but that doesn't happen every day, Patriots fans. I mean they could trade up. It's it's not unreasonable to think they could get to nine or eight and pick up Trey Lance from North Dakota State or Zach Wilson from from BYU. It's it's not the the craziest thing that that has happened in the NFL draft. Six. 
One thing that's not been great this year has been home field advantage, especially in the, the NFL. One team that benefits it, and me and Nick, me and Nick, me and Sam are going to go into this tonight. Tonight, Sam, I want your Mount Rushmore of NFL advantages when it comes to fields. So one of the teams that I would definitely put in my Mount Rushmore would be the Superdome. Who plays in the Superdome? The Saints. Well, apparently Sean Payton feels so important about this. What he wants to do is take 50,000 fans and quarantine them into hotels so that he can have 50,000 fans in the Superdome to help them win. You like this? If they can get it done, are, are, is, is no, are the Saints going to pay for the hotel? Like, I would do this. If they could, if they could test. I think fans to go would pay for the hotel. I think they would pay for the hotel. How long but I mean, how is it still quarantine? How, how long are we quarantining? How much? How, how how many tests are we giving out here? I want to know specifics because I think this is a great idea. Oh, I you think, like this idea? I love this idea. Why not? If you could do it safely, <laughs> why not do this? I'll tell you, in 1984, my dad took me to New Orleans to see the World's Fair. Uh, my parents took me there. And the one thing even more important than the fair that my dad wanted me to see, because at the time it was the newest palace in all of the NFL, was the Superdome. And I remember taking a tour of it and, you know, with him. And I want to say I was, you know, 12 years old at the time. I remember looking up in that stadium and going, oh, my God. And that's that's what Sean Payton wants to recreate. He wants to recreate the advantage that they have. But we want to hear from you. The open mic is open. Hop us on the open mic and tell us your Mount Rushmore of NFL field advantages. We'll talk about all that and more on the new AM 580, 107.3 FM, your source for news and tor- talk torque in Orlando. I'm Jerry Daniels. Filling in for Nick Renowitz is Sam Albuquerque. We are... Live, local, and loud. The most enjoyable part of your evening commute. It's live, local, and loud. Here's Nick and Jerry. Apparently, I'm paying for this hour. I hope my credit card clears. Sam, what are you doing to me? You're not going to charge me for this hour. Now I'm all worried. I mean, I do get paid hourly, so. You get paid? (laughs) I think that promo is that I was paying. I think that's the... Little broker promo. Uh, the reason why is is we're not on network tonight. Um, ESPN Network is playing football, so uh, we're only on in Orlando, and we're only on WDBO, and we're only on from eight to nine. But I kind of thought important today to kind of come and hang out and be a clown and entertain you guys. So hopefully you're getting a chance to do so. We don't do a lot of phone calls anymore, but we will do it tonight. If you want to call in. The line is 844-580-WDBO. That's 844-580-WDBO. That's 844-580-9326. I will give that number out tonight if you feel like calling. This is your chance. We don't do this. 844-580-9326. Normally, Nick's so full of himself, he just wants to hear himself talk, so we don't take calls. But we do want to hear from you tonight. 844-580-9326. We do always take you on the open mic. If you want to hop on the open mic, we are looking for the Mount Rushmore of home field advantages that did not come into play this year. And it's interesting I say that, and I'm going to bring you to that point here shortly. Um, 
But I start with you, Sam. I got to say, can we just go ahead and establish the fact that two of the home fields have to be Green Bay and the Superdome? Lambeau Field and the Superdome? I was searching for a fourth, and I think you just gave it to me. It, it is Lambeau Field. I think Lambeau and the Superdome. Whoa, time out. You were searching for a fourth. You've already got three, and none of them were Green Bay? No, no. I mean, I was looking through the list right now and seeing, like, looking through the NFL teams and, and trying to figure out which I'm one I am shocked. Now I'm perplexed that he. You're not going to pick Baltimore. Please tell no, me you're not no, going to no. pick Baltimore. I, I love my Ravens. We do not have that sort of environment where, where it really All right, so people. I'm going to say maybe Lincoln Financial. You're going to say Lincoln Financial? No, no. I do not have Lincoln Financial on my list. Okay. Do you have um, Soldier Field? No, I do not. Wow. Do you have Jerry's house? Nope. Now I'm perplexed. <laughs> Because those, if I was to pick three environments outside of the Superdome and Lambeau Field that I, in my personal experience, going to games thought, hey, this is neat. Now, in fairness, the games that I've been to at Raymond James have not been exactly great games, so the crowds were never that excited. But we're going to talk about where the cannons do fire outside of Raymond James when we come back. And now I'm perplexed because my boy Sam Albuquerque didn't have Lambeau Field. I didn't Again, have it yet. Paul, I, was, I, was, I needed a fourth. You gave me the fourth. All right. Lines are open. 844-580-WDBO. 844-580-9326. Filling in for Nick Renowitz. That's Sam Albuquerque. I'm Jerry Daniels on the new AM580 107.3 FM News and Talk in Orlando. We are live, local, and loud. The first step towards your evening nightcap. It's live, local, and loud. Here's Nick and Jerry. Ah, Nick, my co-host. He decided that he wasn't, he's too too important for this one-hour thing. Too important for it. So we're not on the ESPN Network tonight. We are only on on WDBO. We do appreciate the time they give us, the two suits and the big suit that all uh, allow me to commandeer their airwaves weekly, Monday through Friday from 6 to 9. We're actually on WDBO from 7 to 9. Um, and tonight I got Sam Albuquerque, who I always love having along. I do want to plug, we're doing a blood drive on Wednesday, January 29th. That is brought to you by our friends at Chad Bar Law. You can visit them at chadbarlaw.com. It's at their offices for details. You can also go to oneblood.org and find out all of the locations where you can donate blood in the Central Florida area, and you get a cool shirt, and you get a $20 e-gift card, and a free COVID-19 test and wellness check. How can you not want to take advantage of that? Again, brought to you by our friends at Chad Bar Law. That is 9 a.m in Altamont at their offices on January 20th. If you want to not wait in line, you can go ahead and make a reservation now. Of course, it is free as well. Do you do a lot of donating blood when you can, Sam? I'm a huge blood guy. You're, that sounds so weird. Jerry. I know. That's you why hear I what you, you sound like a vampire I, I, when you say I, that. I, I literally <laughs> said it like that on purpose. Um, I, have um, given, I have given blood a couple times, yes. Um, All right, so you said something really weird when we went into the break, and that was the question of where normally would we have the home field advantage in the NFL? And I automatically had the Superdome in New Orleans, home of the Saints, and Lambeau Field. In fact, I would say Lambeau Field is the mecca of the NFL. But 
you were like, whoa, 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 wait a second, wait a second. I didn't have Lambeau Field on my list. I've got to rethink my list. And I'm like, what are you doing not having Lambeau Field on your list? All those cheeseheads, how are they not on your list? So now, Sam, I asked the question because then I asked, is Jerry Jones's house on there? You said no. Is Lincoln Financial, and for those who don't know what Lincoln Financial is, that's the home to the Eagles where they eat horse crap. And then the other one, Soldier Field, which kind of now looks like an alien spaceship landed on a Greek temple. And you said, no. So now I'm bewildered. I'm flabbergasted. I'm perplexed. What did you have as the place where people would not want to go because it was tough to play there? Sam, talk to me. Jerry, Jerry, listen. First of all, you have a real ability to, to twist the words that people say and, and make it more dramatic than it actually was. I said I didn't have a fourth, and you said Lambeau Field. I'm like, oh, that's my fourth. I agree with you. Lambeau Field is one of the top four worst or I guess most difficult You didn't have it on your list. I didn't get there yet. I was looking through the teams. I didn't know I had to have it ready by that segment. I thought You're we were going, going to do it to Northwestern. You're not going to a dumb school like me. You're supposed to be quick at these things. Well, I have to do other things, Jerry. You know my job is a little bit more complicated than just cracking the mic open and, and making sure your mic is open. Um, but I do have Lambeau Field. I do have the Superdome, as you mentioned. The first name that did come to my list, other than the Superdome, because you you started off this this whole conversation with the New Orleans Saints. And by the way, I have to ask, have you been to either Lambeau or the Superdome? No, no. The only okay, football right. stadium I've ever been to is the Hard Rock Stadium, the, a professional football stadium. I've been to a couple more college ones. Which is a dump. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. It's not on okay. the list. All right, go um, I'm gonna, the, the, the one that was like, okay, it's Superdome. The only advantage this. to Hard Rock Stadium is, is that – the teams visiting are afraid that the wheels won't be on their bus when they come out of the stadium. But go ahead. I don't get it. Leaving that parking lot took me four hours one time. It is so it's horrible. It's so difficult. Um, but anyway, Superdome is 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 right there. The other one that is right next to it for me, and, and the first one I thought of, was CenturyLink Field up in Seattle. Okay. The home you of the what? 12th man. Well, I'm I guess it would be the Texas a I'm going to tell you, without going on a limb and sounding like an idiot like you did, I'm going to say that that was in the conversation for me, both for football and for soccer. Yes. I have not had the pleasure to see a game in that stadium yet. So it's hard for me because as someone who's been to 20 of them, and it's hard because they keep tearing them down, but who's been to, I think, currently 18 that are still standing, it's if you count the one up there, Gillette, because it's kind of was it's a new stadium essentially – um at foxborough so yes i think you are right i think that's a tough place to play i think the 12th man there actually means something is that your number one and is that are you skewed because of your fandom of soccer no because i'm not a huge mls fan i I barely watch the mls other than the the orlando city um It, it is 1a i think that and the superdome were the first two that i had pop in my head and i thought undoubtedly is it is an advantage for the home team um in the next two were the uh arrowhead stadium where the kansas city chiefs play i think arrowhead is one of the best home field advantages there is in the nfl it's a dump <laughs> it I, might be it, a dump it's fine it might be a dump but but they get loud and they make it difficult and not to mention it snows every now and then in kansas city it does snow if I'm going to go dump stadium in dump city with snow and sometimes the snow dumps, 
it has to be Buffalo. Because no one's going to Buffalo where they have, you know, relations in the tailgate parties, we'll call it. No one's going to Buffalo because they're going to go to Buffalo. You fly into Buffalo because you're going to see that pit, which is known as Niagara Falls. Or if you're unlucky and can't afford a ticket to Toronto, that is. Or you're going to see a football game, a hockey game. Well, maybe no one's going to see a hockey game. But if you're going to Buffalo, you're likely going to see Niagara Falls or you're going to see the Buffalo Bills. And the Buffalo Bills is sparse because it's only when they don't suck. Between Arrowhead and between New Era, and for those who don't know, New Era is Buffalo and and uh, Arrowhead is Kansas City. I got to give the tide to Buffalo because the fans in Buffalo are just straight up crazy. And so if you're going to go the crazy fan route, that's when the Eagles has to come into the to the factor. Because I got to tell you, I went to an Eagles game and I feared for my wife and my life. Like, I didn't know if I was going to get out of that. We didn't... Like we we go to away games. Um, actually, that game there wasn't even it wasn't even they weren't playing the Dolphins. Um, we don't wear opposing gear. We just kind of look nondescript. But I felt uncomfortable wearing nondescript clothing. I felt like a non-Mormon in Salt Lake City to throw a bone out to someone out there who hates when I make anti-Utah comments. It felt weird to me being at Lincoln Financial and not being an Eagles fan because everyone around me. And I use fan loosely because half the time Eagles fans, and they truly mean fanatics, are spending most of their time yelling at the team and not happy with the team, especially after this weekend's poor decision um, by Doug Peterson. And I ask you a question. I said this to Nick, and Nick said I was crazy. In time, especially if this is his last season coming up with the Eagles, is his decision to bench Jalen Hurts and purposely lose that game going to be as infamous, not famous, infamous as the Philly special? I don't think so. I think the Philly special is the highest of highs because now I that's think, a but that's a happy moment. Yeah, but it's Have a moment Eagles where everyone fans? saw Eagles it. fans don't care about happy but moments. Everyone they saw like it. to be angry. Everyone saw it happen, though. Everyone saw the, the the maturation of the process going to Nick Foles in the playoffs and getting to the Super Bowl. That whole story doesn't just, you know, happen in one moment. That whole story is the 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 entirety of the playoffs. The Carson Wentz, you know, goes down after having an MVP season. You get you get Saint Nick go goes in there and and, and is doing okay and, and then he puts up what, fifty, forty a forty burger on the Patriots and, and, and wins the game by one of the by a trick play in the Super Bowl? Like that's that's a, a continuing story from the beginning of it of, of Nick Foles taking taking, you know, the, the the reps under center all the way to the Philly Philly call this one is a underscript no one's really watching because it's a terrible game and if you if you don't love sports you're probably not very passionate about this I think people who don't even like sports know about the Philly special you don't think no one was paying attention to the fact that someone decided to bench Jalen Hurts to purposely lose a game in the NFL no one okay no, my, my owners want to lose here's, games. Here's my point, Jerry. GMs point. will tank games. <laughs> I never believed a coach. Now we 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 know the players didn't want to tank because the players were really angry. 
but I've never seen a coach want to tank. Usually that that holds true in the NFL. My my point is not that it's not a a a stain on Doug Peterson's career. I'm talking about the moment. I'm talking about the story. I'm talking about the perception of it. What I think Scott and Nez used to always say this uh, back in the day on ESPN 580. It's a stain. It's a horse poop it, stain. It, it is. Ahead. It is a stain. But the point I want to make here is the moment itself is the wife test. Does does your wife know about the Philly special? Probably if it, like I'm not saying if yours specifically, but my but, wife's a baseball fan, a hockey fan. If I told her about the Philly special, she'd think I was heading to La Spada's off of Lee Road to go get a cheesesteak. But my my point is that people know that moment outside of the normal landscape of sports fans. I think in in the conversation of Philly fans specifically, they might feel this way about Doug Peterson. But I think as a whole, the perception of the sports community and people who watch sports, they will remember Philly, Philly more than they will. Are you saying it's so famous that even dumb people like Kevin Rafuse know about the Philly special? Is that what you're trying to say? No, I'm saying people who don't watch sports know about the Philly special. All right, we're going to head into a break. The lines are open. I guess I should have done those numbers things. I apologize for that. I'm bad at it because we normally don't do it. 844-580-WDBO. 844-580-9326. That's 844-580-WDBO. 844-580-9326. Of course, you can get us on the open mic. This segment brought to you by our friends at Grill Seafood. Three locations at the port in Melbourne on the river or my location at Lakeside, right there at the corner of 441 Lee Road off of I-4. Visit them at grillseafood.com. We'll give you the Magic score on the way out. End of the third, the Magic are whomping the Cavs with faults out. It's still going to be a hurtful game. 83-64 going into the fourth. Go Magic. We'll be back here in a minute on the new 107.3 FM AM 580, your source for Orlando news and talk. I'm Jerry Daniels filling in for Nick Renowitz. It's Sam Albuquerque. We are live, local, and loud. Well, I bless my soul, but what's wrong with me? I'm itching like a man on a fuzzy tree. My friends say I'm acting wild as a bug. I'm in love. I'm all shook up. I'm going to tell you right now, man, in my next life, like when I get a little bit older, I think I want to be an Elvis impersonator. So in your what, do you th- what do you think, or, Sam? Do you think I can pull it off? What do you mean by next life? Do you mean just like, well, like, you, like know, when I, you know, when you retire, okay. you know, like, like in this world, in this life, I'm, you know, I'm busy. I got a lot on my plate. I do this radio show thing. I got something I do during the day. Lines are open 844-580-WDBO. That's 844-580-9326. Yeah, I think I want to put on the bling and, uh, and and do the Elvis impersonating thing. I, now, you're from a – I know you're you're an American. Don't get sensitive like you do. But um, did the Elvis culture thing hit your family? Anyone in your family ever get bit by the Elvis bug? No, not not that I can, I can recall. <laughs> um, I will say you should probably try it out for Halloween before you go fully invested into Elvis impersonator, though. Well, I love karaoke. I'm kind of an obnoxious person, and I don't need alcohol to get that way. I kind of just come that way. And uh, Elvis is one of my go-tos for karaoke. Do you have a karaoke one you go with? Yeah, Journey. Really? Yeah. You kidding come me? On. Don't Which one? Stop Which one? Come on, talk believing. to me. Believe in... Come on, a little bit more. Come on, put it, sing a little Hold bit more. 
You can't. You can't air voice it. You gotta come on. I'm not gonna full out sing on the radio, Jerry. All right. So your stadiums tonight for your Mount Rushmore of hard places to play. You number one, number one, the Sam Albuquerque number one. Go ahead. Superdome. Number two. CenturyLink Field. I was surprised, but uh, but but I understand your argument. Go ahead. Number two up there in Seattle. Go ahead. Number three. Lambeau Field. So I had a little influence there. We're going to go with it. Number four, Sam Albuquerque. Arrowhead Stadium. All right. I'm going to give my respect tonight to Lambeau Field. Number two, the Superdome. Number three, I'm going to go with the Temple. I'm going to go with our friends up there in Chicago. I'm going to go with Soldier Field. And number four. The place where they'll get naked in the middle of a tailgate. I'm going to go with New Era Field, the home of the Buffalo Bills. Because you got to vote for a place where the fans will get naked. Do you? No. I don't, I don't think you have to, Jerry. <laughs> I, think Why, that's, no? I think that's a you rule. <laughs> you don't like the naked rule? You don't like the naked rule? No, I'm not going to vote for the fans just because they get naked. Like that's, I, that's that's ridiculous. You've got to give respect. I mean, they're not I give, getting no, naked. I give, I they're give, not getting naked in August, man. They're getting naked in December. In I give Buffalo. Bill's mafia all they're the respect in the buff in Buffalo. They're full Monty in Buffalo. <laughs> it might be called the buff because it's Buffalo. I give Bills Mafia all the respect in the world, and I would. I have I think you ever they're... gotten that excited at a football game? You just started taking off clothes? No. I once went to an LMFAO concert. Can you pull up a little LMFAO? Probably shot, not shot, on, shot, on shot. Yeah, not on the fly like this. But give okay, me a but anyways, I'm not Nikki football and, here. And people around me just started disrobing, just disrobing at an LMFAO concert. For those who don't remember, that was the band that sang the shot, 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 shot. That wasn't their biggest hit, but it's the one that comes to mind because it wasn't. Well, I'm pretty sure it was. No, they had a lot of other bigger hits. I can't and you're think killing of any. me now because we're, we're not going to get it at this point. Huh? Hey, guys, I want to thank everybody for listening today. It's been an interesting day. We were only on for one hour. We were only on in the Orlando market. But Sam Albuquerque always comes to plate. We don't know if Nick's back tomorrow yet, so stay tuned for that. We'll, we'll probably have details on it. On the new 107.3 FM, AM 580, your source for Orlando news and talk. I'm Jerry Daniels filling in for Nick. He did okay. Sam Albuquerque, we are not buff. We are live local lounge. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.